welcome to Byman's Employment Team's podcast series, Let's Have a Conversation About. This series of short podcasts will be released over the coming months in 2023, highlighting a particular HR issue that your company may be grappling with. So let's start. Let's have a conversation about sexual harassment. What is sexual harassment? Sexual harassment is unwanted behavior of a sexual nature. Namely, it violates someone's dignity, whether it was intended to or not, and it creates an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating or offensive environment for the individual, whether it was intended or not. As employers, remember you can be vicariously liable if you do not reasonably protect staff, contractors or self-employed people that are hired personally to do the work for the company. This also includes job applicants as well. There is also a duty of care by employers to look after the well-being of employees. So here's some tips. One, clarity. Make it clear to staff, contractors, third parties that the company does not tolerate sexual harassment. This could be communicated through a written policy or via the intranet. Depending on the size of the organisation, consider a separate policy as opposed to the reference being a footnote in another policy, for example, grievance or the harassment policy. Two, train. Train staff who work for you in recognising what sexual harassment is. Also encourage staff to report it. For example, staff should be mindful of banter within the workplace, making sexual remarks about someone's body, clothing, appearance. Telling sexually offensive jokes can also amount to sexual harassment if it's unwanted or violates the dignity of that individual or creates a hostile, degrading environment. Three, take the complaint seriously. Do not marginalize the complaint. Take the complainant seriously. Handle the investigation in a fair and sensitive way. Consider whether the complainant wishes to report the harassment to the police. Don't stop them from doing this. Give them support in this if that is the route they choose to take. Four, support. Offer support to the people involved in a sexual harassment complaint. If they're vulnerable, they may need the assistance from a mental health specialist. What about counselling? And also, when we consider support, do not forget the person who has been accused of harassing that individual. They too should get support. Five, assessing risk. When you assess risks in your organisation, decide if the person works on their own in a team. Think carefully about social events within the company. Think about limiting alcohol. Think about the individuals involved. Are there any power imbalances between the staff? In some companies globally, they have policies which make it clear that inter-office relationships are not allowed or ask for disclosure of such a relationship. We already know there'll be a sexual harassment code of practice, 
which will impose a legal duty on employers to protect their staff from sexual harassment. Under this new legal duty, employers are required to take all reasonable steps to prevent sexual harassment. We're still awaiting for that legislation to pass. Therefore, in the meantime, make sure that you check your practices and update them where appropriate. Thank you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye.